Welcome back to Bat Rankings, where you can come to Batman. What's day for Anthony? I'm your head scientist and guy who consistently says two Batman instead of four Batman, ruining the whole thing. Ben Creighton, <laughs> with me as always. <laughs> Hi, everybody. I'm Kenny Wendorski. <laughs> and I just got kicked in the dick in Link to the Past. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you know, I do the, uh, they've got a competitive ladder now for races that like matches up people according to skill rankings. It's based on the, the ELO system that they use to rank professional chess players. Um, and oh boy, I just, I just got, I, I just got dick fucked. <laughs> oh no. Yeah, it was, oh, the match was going so well and it was, uh, and there's, there's one particular room where if you don't have, if you don't have the lamp, which usually is the first item that you get, so it's never a problem in the vanilla game, but if you don't have the lamp, the room is dark, but if you memorize the layout, you can still get through it. And I was just like banging my head against, I know this, I've done it before, I don't, and you know, it's one of those things where you screw it up once and you start to get a little frustrated, which makes it more likely that you'll screw it up the next time and negative frustration spiral thing happening. (laughs) (laughs) But it's all made up points for a dumb fun game. So I mean, Yeah, well, I mean, you gotta stay, stay busy and it sounds like you're doing something that you love. Yeah, yeah. You know, when when I when I'm tempted to get frustrated, I always remind myself, I just spent the last I just spent this afternoon playing Link to the Past. Right. What do I have to complain about? <laughs> My life is pretty damn good. <laughs> yeah. Sarah's actually revisiting Breath of the Wild right now. Uh, oh, that's a good she's, one. She's playing it on hard. So she's already, you know, done it the she's beaten it the other way, but now she's collecting as much as she can and she's doing it on the hardest setting possible, so Every once in a while, I'll hear it. Shit, fuck! <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I I tried. Uh, I I played it through on the normal setting, and I had a blast. I loved it. I tried to restart it on on extra hard mode. I couldn't. I couldn't swing it. I'm like, it, it takes yeah. how many swings to? You know these weapons break, right? I'm yeah. going through three <laughs> swords just to kill one goblin. What the fuck? <laughs> I'm impressed. Uh, yeah, I watch her sometimes, and it's. You know, whenever she has it on the TV screen, I'm like, God damn, girl, you're doing pretty good. <laughs> I, I, I couldn't do that. That's for sure. I, I like watching other people play. I, I suck at the Breath of the Wild. But, uh, yeah, she's doing good. Every once in a while, I remind myself that they've announced a Breath of the Wild 2, and then I attempt to erase that knowledge from my brain because it will just make me more impatient. <laughs> and it's well, probably not going to be for years. <laughs> yeah, thing will, it'll probably be out when the next Nintendo system comes out. Yeah, I mean, that. that does seem to be the tradition at, at this point. You know, what was it? Um, um, the one with the wolf or whatever was... Uh, Twilight, Twilight, Twilight Princess. Princess. Yeah, that was a GameCube game, supposedly, but it also came out on Wii because it got pushed back so far. And then, yeah. same same deal with Breath of the Wild. I played it for the first time on the Wii U because the Switch had just come out and they were hard to get. And I was one of the three suckers who bought a who bought a Wii U. <laughs> <laughs> you are not a sucker. I wanted one so bad, and I just didn't have the money. And then, kind of by the time I got the money, it mm-hmm. had already sort of seen its day. So I was like, "Well, maybe it's for the best." I'll yeah, just yeah, this it's one. <laughs> it's day. It's exactly one day. It's twenty four <laughs> hours where it seemed like a good idea. <laughs> nah, well. that 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 thing was worth it as a Mario Maker machine. But now Mario Maker's two two is out on the Switch, so it's not worth it even for that. But at yeah. for a good long time there. 
I kept it around just because I got to get that Mario Maker fix. <laughs> yeah. I remember coming over and we played Mario Kart, but of course that that's on the Switch now, so. <laughs> oh, yeah. well. <laughs> yeah, and, and that too. I played the Switch version because it's just a direct port of the same game. It's not even a sequel, but I, I played the Switch version. I tried to go back to the Wii U version and all the little the little improvements that they made, they add up. Trying to go back uh, to the Wii U yeah. version after playing it on the Switch is like, nope. Nope, they perfected this game. <laughs> Speaking of things that got changed, we watched a bullet for Bullock today, and I believe this is officially. I think uh, the last one, Sideshow, was technically the first uh, the first episode of the second season. Uh, but this, at least the way I watched it, which was on the Blu-ray version, did you get the new opening sequence? Yes, I did. I'm glad you brought that up. But yeah, we we don't have the standard that we've kind of grown to. To love, it's a brand new opening. Yeah, it's horseshit, is what it is. But, uh, <laughs> it's like it's it's just like a clip show. At one point, Batman is is moving his lips, but you don't hear the words come out because the theme song's playing. It's like basic editing mistakes like that. Like, no, you don't do that. That's stop it. And, and the original opening is so good; it's iconic. I don't know I why know. they felt the need to change it. Well, uh, Fox wanted more Robin. They wanted Robin to be introduced and more and more. And so yeah. this is a, a the adventures of Batman and Robin. This was their quick fix, I believe, to kind of accommodate the studio's orders. Because uh, Robin, I, I guess they figured kids liked for having Robin in Batman cartoons. I was, I preferred Batman just solo, but that was just me. Yeah, I mean, certainly we've had a handful of good Robin episodes. Robin's Reckoning being, you know, uh, I'm fairly sure the highest on our list at this point featuring Robin. Um, yeah, don't get or, me wrong. He's still a good character. It's just uh, I kind of prefer it when Batman solo. But, uh, yeah, yeah. it's a studio note. So that's, well, I don't know for sure if that's why they changed this opening, but it would totally line up and make sense. Yeah, yeah, I'm fairly sure you're right. I'm fairly sure there was a studio mandate in this second season feature Robin more prominently. And I think post-redesign, it was actually a requirement that they have one of the sidekicks in every episode, at least yeah. one of them. Yeah. But uh, that's that's for later. There's uh, After the opening is over and done with, there is no Robin in this particular episode. This is a bullet for Bullock. It yes. is a Bullock-centric episode. Yeah. Uh, it is based on a comic book. Uh, this story is, and this also won an, uh, an Emmy Award for Best Music. The music was definitely a standout, and you notice it right away. It is jazzy, it is bombastic, and later on during the Big Dumb Batman third act, they do this this jazz cover of the Batman leitmotif, mm -hmm. this like bouncy, energetic version of what's usually this dark, yeah. somber theme. <laughs> and it it's great. It works. It's amazing. So well-deserved Emmy. Whatever you... I mean, we'll get into the rest of the episode, but yeah, music's uh, fantastic. Composer Harvey Cohen. So under Shirley Walker's guidance, but this was a different person. Harvey Cohen. Uh, yeah. So yeah, congratulations on your 1994 <laughs> 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 Emmy Award there. Yep, so we jump right into the action. Bullock is walking down the street. He's got an armful of groceries in the, the snowy Gotham streets, and a car tries to run him down. There's a The driver's wearing a ski mask. Bullock uh, trades some gunfire with him. Somebody is out to get Bullock. Mm -hmm. uh, this is also it's taking place right after Christmas, 
Yep. Uh, but not New Year's Eve yet. It's that uh, that funky space where we still say happy holidays, but people are taking down their trees and wreaths. It's kind of nice. It's a nice environment. I like this. Uh, it's still cold, obviously. There's snow on the ground, but it's definitely not Christmas with the Joker. <laughs> uh, yeah. Harvey goes to his apartment complex, and uh, he's tracking in mud. Yep, and his, uh, I, I think it's his landlord, a Mr. Nivens, is, he mad. He mad at Harvey. Yeah. <laughs> He's got a blonde hair, real pencil-thin mustache. He's very, oh, you know, well-to, I wouldn't say he's like that, but he's very, do you remember Frazier's younger brother in the show, Frazier? Niles, yeah. Yeah, it kind of reminded me of Niles a little bit. Yeah, I was, to be honest, as soon as I saw this character's design, I was inwardly flinching because I was ready for him to open his mouth and come out with some kind of, like, lilting fay, you know, ah, la-di-da. <laughs> like, this, everything about his design screams, this is what what we thought gay people were in the 90s. This is going to be a real bad stereotype. Uh, but the voice acting's fine. It is not. It is not a feat. It is not... Uh, it's not what I was afraid it would be. So I, I think it works. Although he is, he is kind of a neat freak. He's mad at Harvey for tracking mud into his nice clean building and uh, take out your trash. You've got roaches in your apartment, which typically that's the responsibility of the landlord. <laughs> it's, it's, it's the tenant complaining like, get your exterminator shit on point. What the hell? <laughs> yeah, but uh, Harvey, he'll have none of it. Doesn't care. He's, yeah, he's uh, he's pushing the guy around and right. threatening him, and he's being a real jerk to this guy, yeah. uh, to this uh, Mr. Chekhov J. Niven here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but, he goes up to his apartment. He does have brooches in his apartment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but... Uh, uh, but Harvey, uh, he's got he's got a stack of threats in the mail, and he summons Batman through the bat signal. Speaking of being a jerk to people, he says, "Look, first of all, I want you to know I think you're a freak and a menace, and you don't belong in Gotham. But would you help me find this guy who's out to get me? Be, <laughs> will you be my partner? Will you be my best friend? <laughs> yeah. Will you save me? Why don't you go through the the normal means? Well, he doesn't." necessarily break the law but he bends the rules a bit and he doesn't want internal affairs to be looking at him too closely sounds like our bullock (laughs) yep yeah he's batman accuses him of of taking bribes and bullock's pissed at that like no i you know i might rough up a suspect a little too hard i might not always go through the proper channels but i am not dirty in that way yeah Uh, which as far as we've seen that's you know he's exactly right uh Uh, which you you would think Batman and and Harvey points this out. You would think Batman would be a little understanding of, considering that Batman has been known to interrogate suspects through means that are not entirely legal. He's been known to steal and or tamper with evidence. <laughs> yeah, but I, yeah, uh, but remember Vendetta. It's not the first time he's been accused of, yeah, kind of, that's true. You know, being on the take. So uh, I I was willing to just kind of let it slide. Yeah. So Batman goes off to, uh, Harvey hands him a floppy disk, a floppy ask floppy (laughs) disk. Yeah. Full of all of his case files for the past five years for Batman. He plugs it into the bat computer to comb through it, see if he can find any suspects, anybody who who would have a grudge against Harvey besides Killer Croc, who is 
presumably back in prison at this point after Sideshow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's not him again. Spoilers. Right. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, uh, he, Harvey, I'm sorry, Harvey yep. is getting some donuts and he is uh, having a little stroll to the train station and he gets pushed. Yep, gets pushed in front of a train and honestly, this I think this is another one of those episodes where the they didn't have quite enough plot to go around, so they'll they'll have little scene setting scenes like this that don't really advance the story in any meaningful way. Like we already know somebody's trying to kill him. This doesn't give him any clues that he needs for later. It just kind of happens to fill some time, but okay. Yeah, it worked, it worked for me fine. I, I thought it was a a nice way to kind of pick up the stakes and uh we do get to see him later on his hands are kind of jittery so uh, yeah it kind of adds to the character it makes him more nervous more uh, anxious self-aware yeah yeah that that scene where you can see that it's it is getting to him despite his the tough front he pulled he puts up yeah you see his hand shaking as he's drinking his coffee like that's really well done it's it's obvious enough that even a child can pick it up, but it's not overplayed to the point where it becomes a parody of itself. I think that's real good. Yeah, Min- Mintoya, uh, she, Montoya, sorry, I pronounced it wrong. Even she's like, hey, you okay? And he's like, you see how good you are after 15 years doing this stuff. Okay, all right. <laughs> Checking yep. in on you, you prick. I'll leave you alone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, uh, so Bullock and Montoya go to, to go take in some bank robbers. And uh, did you did you notice this in the wide establishing shot as they're going into the building? Montoya is wearing uh, pants, a bomber jacket, and a police hat. And then in the next shot, and from then on in this scene, as soon as she's in the building, she's in a long trench coat, a skirt, and no hat. I didn't notice that. Yeah. So slight slight animation goof there. I noticed it, and I had to back up because. So wait, Montoya's going on a stakeout. For presumed armed and dangerous criminals in a skirt and heels, that does... Montoya, I know you want to look good, and you do, (laughs) but there's a time and a place. (laughs) She's young, she's attractive, she's Bruce Timm design, put put her in a skirt. (laughs) So, no, I didn't catch that. Yeah, I caught something else in this scene, too. This gives us... uh, This gives us our seventh... Give it up! Oh! <laughs> From Bullock this time, Bullock cries, Give it up, handball! Nice. <laughs> uh, yeah, there's a. Uh, luckily, Batman helps out, uh, but they capture everybody that they need to capture. And uh, Batman's like, You got a long list. You want to talk about it? And, uh, Bullock says, Not here. Uh, not in yeah. front of the dame. <laughs> <laughs> Yep, so they catch up at Bullock's apartment after his shift is over. Uh, they go through the most likely suspects. There's one named Vincent Vinny the Shark Starkey, yeah. who ran, this is the first time, another first, not just a drug lab, he is not just a crime lord or drug lord, specifically crack cocaine. Yeah, crack rocks. This is crack. Rock cocaine. It isn't glamorous or cool <laughs> or kid stuff. Well, it is never clamorous or fun. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so Bullock's like, I did put him away. I cost him an entire empire, but he's out on good behavior. He only served eight years, so it could be him. 
Yep, so uh, Batman goes to rough up some drug dealers, shake some folks down for information, while Bullock heads to Summer Gleason, who just had just done an expose on South Gotham crack houses. I think they must have gotten, like, in this second season, renegotiated things with the Fox uh, Standards and Practices Department and gotten permission to be a little more realistic with their with their drug lingo because they're they're laying it on thick. They're laying it on heavy. They're having fun. Like, ooh, we get to say crack. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Summer says, I'll be right with you. Give me like an hour. So he does what any cop would do. He snoops through all of her files in his in her office. Yeah, so this this would be the sort of thing that is not, you know, not crooked as in morally corrupt, but is also not legal at all, my dude. So yeah, this is this is where you get the the show in addition to the tell. This sort of thing is probably why Harvey doesn't want internal affairs looking too closely at him. <laughs> and Summer catches him in the act. She's like, what the fuck, man? I told you, I'll give you an hour. Now get out of here. And yep. he's actually kind of like, Summer, please, you got to help me. Somebody wants to kill me. And Summer doesn't care. She's like, get out. I don't yeah, want to ever see you again. I'm not helping you. Get out. Yeah, he has burned that bridge with uh, the fine journalistic folks of Gotham. But fortunately, Batman still got his back. They, yeah, yeah. he <laughs> picks him up in the Batmobile. Now this is the error that I caught. Oh, so okay. The, the door opens on the Batmobile. I'm sorry, the roof, sliding roof. Right. He hauls him in. They speed off. You can see uh, buildings like the the roof is still open, uh, and he's having a dialogue with Bullock. Like, all right, we're going to go to this place, and uh, yeah, you can see the buildings above them. And then, and the next time as the, the Batmobile is driving by, the ceiling is, uh, rooftop is closed. So that was the error that I caught. I was like, aha! <laughs> uh-huh. Now, we're, we're pointing out a lot of, like, continuity errors. It's worth mentioning that the animation overall is really quite good. There's some fun dynamic camera angle stuff. It's very expressive, which is always key when you're dealing with Bullock, Bullock as a character. This one's a Studio Junio joint. So it is it is kind of a mixed bag. There are a couple of nitpicks to be pointed out, but visually, it's still a pretty strong episode. It wasn't I enough felt. to deter me. Still, you know, uh, yeah. It, it's it's something that a Batman snob like us would have caught. <laughs> I think everyone else would have been just fine. And to tell you the truth, it's just us nit- nitpicking. It's fine. The episode yep. still flows without you even noticing it. Yep. Yeah. It's we notice, but that's because we're scientists and we're yes. measuring everything <laughs> with our protractors and uh, yeah. getting all the angles right. Yeah, it's uh, it's <laughs> it's all about science, and that's what we do. Yep. So Batman and Bullock go, and uh, Batman's found the location of Starkey's uh, <laughs> Starkey's drug lab, which crack uh, rock. yep, crack rock. It's the most addictive kind of cocaine. And it can kill you. <laughs> they go in and take it down. It's a big, it's a big silly Batman third act. But I mean, not really much to say about it. It's Batman and Bullock fighting some mobsters. Uh, yeah, that. Uh, I guess it's an abandoned car factory. Yeah, some kind of car plant. One of Gotham's, of course, many abandoned factories. <laughs> Push comes I think to they shove. Have... They capture everybody. They take in yeah. Vinny the Shark and. Bullock actually thanks Batman for his help, but Batman's out of there. He does the yeah. old dis- disappearing act. Um, so they take Vinny, and he's being interrogated. He's got the 
hot lamp on him. He's sweating it out. Uh, you've got the cops staring at him, and they're not even bothering with the good cop, bad cop motif. They're just going to, hey. It's just all bad cop. Yeah, he's just interrogating him. And Vinny the Shark is like, look, I, you know, I hate you. I didn't send you letters. You caught me, but I don't know what you're talking about. I didn't send you any letters. And he, I know it was you. No, it wasn't. What are you going to do? Send me to jail? I'm going to jail. <laughs> yep. So, And Batman me. this whole time has been has been saying, you know, I don't think they're actually trying to kill you. They've had opportunities. Also, somebody who's out to kill you wouldn't send you threats warning you and putting you on your guard. I, I think somebody's just trying to scare you. And as it turns out, of course, Batman's right. In the end, Bullock goes back home and gets held up at gunpoint by the guy in the ski mask who turns out to be Chekhov Jay Nivens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he just wanted his bad you know, uh, tenant out of his out of his apartment. That's it. Yep. That was and, the and whole part of this uh, scheme. Yeah, I mean, there is a financial motivation too. Uh, Bullock, there's, it just seems at the time just like a throwaway line. Says at one point, thank heaven for rent control. Uh, meaning Niven would have a financial incentive to get this tenant out so that he can ra- legally raise rents for the next tenant and make more money out of his building. But he straight up says, it wasn't about the money. It's because you're a jerk. You're not a tenant. You're a pestilence. You insult me. You treat me like dirt. Yeah. And he does the hysterical mad laughter. Oh, he's bug nuts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no! jury in the world would have convicted me <laughs> thus ends a bullet for a bullet for Bullock ben. Kenny <laughs> does Bullock's bullets hold up <laughs> yes yes it does I agree I think it's it's not perfect it's definitely you know like I said a lot of scenes feel like they're just filling time and honestly I think it's the expressive animation, the good camera work, and especially the music that keep the interest level high, even though it's a pretty thin story. But I think it all does come together fairly well. I liked it because it was a little bit more on the low-key side. It didn't feature a super villain. It didn't have... I don't think there was a single explosion. No explosions. Yeah, no explosions. Uh, yeah, most of it was just gunfire. You got the the car that fell on top of both Batman and Bullock was, yeah, it was a pretty down to earth episode. Yeah. I, I feel like, you know, we've, we've had quite a few episodes like this where it's just Batman, some cops, some gangsters, and usually those wind up feeling pretty dry and boring. I think this is, uh, you know, episodes like, uh, like POV or it's never too late. I think this is what those episodes were going for and not quite reaching. Yeah. Yeah. I can see that. But, but let's see how good it is using science, shall we? I'm a disciple of science. I know the universe is in full compliance with nature. That's true. Yeah, let's boot up that science machine. Let's uh, let's do some doodads and and thing us some abobs. Nice. Uh, now I can only assume because we are still in our quarantine. So uh, I'm putting my lab coat on, but let's put those pants pants off. Woo! Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's see where this episode, A Bullet for Bullock, lands in our master list of 60 episodes. Oh, 60, huh? It's that big 6-0. Very cool. 
Two-Face, Xeno Evil, Harley and Ivy, Demon's Quest, Cat and the Claw, where the Great Ghost Man who killed Batman almost got him perchance to Dream Robin's Reckoning, Read My Lips, Heart of Ice, Laughing Fish, I'm the Night, Day of the Samurai, Eternal Youth, Pretty Poison, The Forgotten, Joker's Favor, Feet of Clay, His Silicon Soul, Clock King, Heart of Steel, What is Reality, If You're So Smart, Why Aren't You Rich? Sideshow, Joker's Wild, Vendetta, The Last Laugh, Nothing to Fear, The Strange Secret of Bruce Wayne, Zatanna, Dreams of Darkness, Off Balance, The Mechanic, Tiger, Tiger, Appointment in Crime Alley, All of the Wings, Christmas with the Joker, Mad as a Hatter, Blind as a Bat, Mudslide, Moon of the Wolf, Night of the Ninja, Fear of Victory, Shadow of the Bat, POV, Prophecy of Doom, Birds of a Feather, Be a Clown, The Cape and Cow Conspiracy. Fire from Olympus, Worry Man, Paging the Crime Doctor, It's Never Too Late, The Underdwellers, Nobody's Perfect, Terror in the Sky, Cat Scratch Fever, and I've got Batman in my basement! Yeah! That's how it's done! <laughs> yeah, buddy! <laughs> I, always, I always get like once you hit the underdwellers i'm like he's almost there almost there <laughs> <laughs> see it's this oh boy it's i i know i need two breaks in between you know that big breath at the start and then two big breaths in the middle but the the way it shakes out with with 60 i'm always like can i push it can i push it all the no i can't do it i still need that third breath <laughs> don't strain yourself yeah you don't want to hurt yourself here <laughs> it's good it's good exercise for uh for my lungs and for my cardiovascular system cardiovascular health is very important in these times that's true <laughs> yes <laughs> <laughs> all right let's see what r and jesus Wants from us today, Orange Jesus wants to know, is a bullet for Bullock better or worse than number 18, The Forgotten? I think The Forgotten's better. Hmm. I think The Forgotten keeps moving better. It's got, it's got a pretty good, it's got a pretty good, uh, you know, Wayne's, uh, Thomas and Martha Wayne flashback dream sequence. Those are always fun. I think the music in this one might be slightly better, and that is nothing to slight the forgotten because that had some that had that great harmonica theme. Yeah, I think it's just a difference of a style difference. Neither one is better than the other. I, I put them both on par. It's just what you're in the mood for, I would say. Yeah, I think I would still give the slight edge to this one, although. Uh, now, now something the forgotten did have that bullet for bullet did not have was a sassy talking bat plane. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> it did not have a bat plane in this one. Um, I really like the character who got, uh, gosh, now I'm starting to forget his name. Ah, oh, shoot. He, uh, he got taken from his family. I lost my family. My family. John Henry looking guy. <laughs> uh, yeah, I liked his character. Yeah. Liked his performance. That that said, as as supporting focus you know, supporting characters with a focus in the episode go, it's hard to beat a Bullock episode. Bullock yeah, is so true. much fun anytime he's on screen. So I, I think it's I think we're starting off pretty close. Yeah. But I think I concur. I would give or no, you said you would give the edge to the Wait, which one did you say? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would have gone with the Forgotten. Um, but I did enjoy, yeah, the, the Bullock performance is always outstanding. And the music is pretty jazzy. Yeah, I, I think I, the stakes are higher with, with enslavement. Yeah, uh, especially when the villain in this episode winds up being kind of a goofy comic relief villain, which is not bad or anything. But, yeah, but we had a comic... Yeah 
relief villain for for the uh, forgotten because he was just a fat southern plantation guy yeah but it's still wound up you still wound up feeling for these forgotten men yeah uh, it, it had a bit of a social conscience so yeah you know what when we break it down with science i think i would give the edge to the forgotten it's, it's close though edge. i think we're it's... damn close already yeah all right in that case, is a bullet for Bullock better or worse than number 33, Dreams in Darkness? I think it's better. Yeah, I concur. Dreams in Darkness had uh, had quite possibly the best Thomas and Martha Wayne, hey, let's, let's remind the audience of Batman's backstory dream sequence. But other than that, it was a pretty... I mean, I mean, it had the frame device and the internal monologue, which was kind of a cool novelty, but I'd still give it to a bullet for Bullock for just everything else. Yeah, I concur. All right. In that case, is a bullet for Bullock better or worse than number 24? What is reality? I think what is reality is better. It's got so many fantastic visuals to it. Um, I think the music is better in Bullet for Bullock. But I, I really enjoy the virtual reality world of the Riddler. I think it was creative. And... Uh... Yeah, it's... Man, there's such different episodes. Because what is reality is just straight up, let's do something silly and goofy and campy and just have fun with it. This this one is kind of a weird combination where the external trappings are all like gritty noir crime thing, crime drama. Right. But the way it plays out in the end is is lighter than you would expect, especially for an episode that's all about crack rock. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look, everybody wants to be cool, but doing it with crack isn't just wrong. It could be dead wrong. I, I, I think I'll concur. I, I think I could can see giving the edge to what is reality. All right. In that case, is a bullet for Bullock better or worse than number 32, Zatanna? I think this one might be better than Zatanna. Yeah, Zatanna had... I mean, the titular character is great, obviously. Uh, and it did have... As as big dumb set piece Batman third acts go, that flying wing aircraft was pretty cool. Everything linking those things together was pretty thin. Yeah. The the main thief, the Orson Welles guy, <laughs> was yeah. kind of comical. Um, our main villain in this episode is pretty comical as well, in the sense yeah. that he's just a a tenant, or yeah, not a tenant, but, a landlord. Um, yeah, but I mean that's kind of the point is the twist of this this threat that is really getting to Bullock winds up being the last guy you'd expect unless you know anything about Scooby-Doo and know that the <laughs> the first the first person you meet who's not a regular is always the one in the mask. <laughs> yeah, um it's not the the greatest who done it. I I think this is better than Satana though. Yeah, I think it's, you know, we keep saying it's close, although we've been saying it's close <laughs> everywhere between, like, uh, <laughs> between 18 and, and 30-whatever. Yeah, bear <laughs> 32. with us, folks. <laughs> so, yeah, it's, it's, we're getting to the point where we've watched, you know, we are 
past the halfway point. We've watched so many great episodes that <laughs> it's tough. Yeah. It's tough. I, I think this one, it edges it out, though. Yeah, I concur. All right. Well, geez. Is a bullet for Bullock better or worse than number 31, The Strange Secret of Bruce Wayne? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I really like that one. Yeah, I'd be... If you want to talk about just fun, dumb, campy larks, that's one of the better ones. Yeah. I might be... I might be inclined to give Strange Secret of Bruce Wayne the edge. I'm not married to that, but... I, I concur. I, I like yep. the villains in it. I like the virtual reality machine. I enjoy the twist that it was dick grayson on stilts to impersonate <laughs> batman what a silly dumb twist yeah, what yeah a... I, I think it's a better one plus that answering machine oh my god it's true that, that was, was a real good scene one of the best joker lines of dialogue ever so yeah i'm gonna give it to yeah. the strange secret yeah, you want to talk about realizing, hey, we got an extra 45 seconds of runtime. What should we do with it? Let's let Mark Hamill have fun with yeah. it. <laughs> Mark, what are you doing right now? Well, I was going to eat the sandwich, but what do you guys need? <laughs> Come over for a second. <laughs> All right. Well, in that case, that, that seals it. A bullet for bullocks hits the new 32 spot just below The Strange Secret of Bruce Wayne and just above Zatanna. Okay. All right. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I'm, I'm good by that. I concur. All right. Let's see what we'll have to concur about next week. Next week, we are going to be watching Trial. Do you remember this episode, Kenny? I do. It's a villain called Lockup. Um, and, uh, oh, gosh. I remember the character design, but honestly, that's it. I remember, so this is, I, I think I've only seen this once. I think I watched this uh, after buying the entire run on DVD when it first came out in those box sets. I never watched it as a kid. I only watched it as, as an adult. And I remember thinking it was kind of shitty, but I was also watching it with a girl I was dating at the time who wasn't the biggest Batman fan. So you know how sometimes yes. you're... Your science gets a little biased depending on who you're watching with. Yeah, I, I yeah. agree on that. I remember I did see this when I was a kid, but uh, I remember just the design of Lockup. Uh, I couldn't mm -hmm. tell you what the story is going to be involving. So, eh, this could be great or it could be garbage. We'll see. Yeah, we'll find that out next week. In the meantime, Kenny, where can folks find you on the Internet? You can find me on Weiski TV on Instagram, Facebook and YouTube. And you can find me at HBI2K on Twitter, twitch.tv slash Ben Creighton. Uh, you can also always find us right here on anchor.fm slash bat rankings. There are various buttons on there. There are, there are buttons to subscribe to us on your podcatcher of choice. There are buttons to kick us a little little extra every month. Why one, five or ten dollars? Uh, you know what? Somebody on a podcast that I listened to likened it to, uh, you know, the uh, the pre-flight safety announcement when you're on a plane back when, you know, planes. <laughs> they, they say, make sure to always put your own mask on first and then help the person next to you. It's like that. We know it's hard times for a lot of people out there right now. Always take care of yourselves first. But if you're doing OK and you're doing OK enough that you want to help us out. 
we will gladly accept it. And thank you so much. Yes, thank you. You guys are amazing. Uh, just we have the best fans. So thank you so much for tuning in. Absolutely. And speaking of the best fans, we have something special today because there is one more button on anchor.fm slash bat rankings. It is one that lets you leave a voice message for oh, us. Oh, really? Yeah. So let me see if I can pull it up here. Hi, Ben. Hi, Kenny. My name is Kylan. Longtime listener, first time caller. Just wanted to let you guys know how much I look forward to listening to the new episodes every week. Um, I love listening to the podcast and I still, I go back and I listen to, you know, old episodes. I listen to the whole thing all the way through again. It's been great to have something to just binge right now because, you know, I've, I have all, I have streaming services. I have a digital media library and somehow it's just not interesting. So having something I could just throw on my phone, put my phone down and just listen to while I write or while I read or or play a game or something, it's great. And added benefit of getting to have more Ben content because I really miss him from you know, TFS days. All right. Well, thank you very much, Kylan Doherty. Did, were you able to hear that okay, Kenny? I did. That was very okay. cool. Awesome. Yeah, thank you so much. Yeah, it's uh, the the thing about podcasting is that, uh, you know, I, I came up from YouTube and then then now on Twitch where there's very quick feedback. You know, you can always... You can always read the comments if you're brave or uh, <laughs> or read the live chat on Twitch. So there's there's this feeling of community and I love podcasting with Kenny, but we don't get to hear back from our audience a whole lot. So it is it is always great to be reminded there there actually is somebody listening. I mean, I can see the numbers on Anchor. I know that you're out there, but it's it's always nice to hear from you. So thank you so much for the kind words. Yeah, that's 100 percent what Ben just said. I I would do this if nobody was listening because I have fun talking to Ben and yep. Batman is my favorite superhero. So it's, I would do this no matter what, but the fact that there's others joining us on this adventure, the more the merrier. So Kylan, thank you very much for your support and for listening to us. Hang in there, buddy. We're going to get through yep. this all together. Um, Absolutely. And I 100% know what you mean, where you have you have access to all this content, but sometimes all you want is just something familiar. I, mean, I We basically modeled the format of this show off of uh, one called The Greatest Generation, which is a Star Trek The Next Generation recap podcast that, like, that's my pop culture comfort food. Pretty much every night when I go to sleep, I just pull up a Next Generation episode <laughs> on yeah. my... <laughs> on my phone and just listen listen to the soothing sounds of Jean-Luc Picard back when he was good and not the shit that uh, CBS All Access did to him. <laughs> Fuck you, Alex Kurtzman. Thank you, everybody. We will see you next week for trial. Good night. Goodbye. <laughs>